Right, it's cracking lovely people. Welcome to the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. I'm your host, as always, Matt Gardner. I'm a nutritional therapist and I specialise in sports nutrition by trade. Thanks for downloading and listening in. The podcast generally focuses on nutrition, movement and outdoor experiences. I've got over 140 episodes so far. So after you listen to this one, look back, see some of the other titles, see what resonates with you. And I hope you find something useful. So today we're getting straight into it. Um, speaking to a couple of registered associate nutritionists, they call themselves e.k.nutrition on Instagram. I'm starting off with that because that's basically how I found out about them, how I find out about a lot of my guests on the show. Uh, we got speaking on, on Instagram direct messages. They're very kind to give me up some time. You're probably listening to this um, at a random time, but we're recording after a work day around 6pm, so... It's, it's really cool to have Ema and Katie on and uh, we might talk over a little bit each other because there's, yeah, it's a, it's a three-way podcast, which is a first after, yeah, recording almost 150 episodes. I've never done this before. So thanks for waiting patiently, ladies, and welcome to the show. No, it's, it's excellent. It's, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting into a few things, but I think um, obviously I don't mind who starts. Um, as I've been asking a few guests recently, look, how are you? Um, where are you? And yeah, how have you been coping over the last few months, obviously, when it's been such a strange and difficult time for everyone? So, okay, so, um, well, I'm good. I'm Ema. Um, I'm just north of London in Hertfordshire. Uh this year has been a bit of a weird one, but me and Katie met on our um, MSC at UCL. Um, and so for most of this year, we were kind of finishing that. So when lockdown hit in England, that's what we were doing. So we kind of worked from home anyway, um, but it definitely impacted our studies because everything went online and we both had to have changes to our research projects. So it did have quite a big impact, but we survived um <laughs> and yeah now I'm, we're both basically working from home yeah definitely um hi i'm katie um yeah as Ema said we both met um on our master's course clinical and public health nutrition at ucl um and yeah i mean this year's i mean to say the least not what we had planned to 23 year olds um at this point in our lives um but yeah i think overall we're good we're we're managing um it's definitely been a huge learning curve as Ema said um our university life was changed slightly in a weird kind of way at the beginning it was quite nice to have um a purpose almost you know having our uh, revision and writing our thesis at the start, it was it was quite nice. You knew what you're doing every day, um, but no, for sure, it's it's definitely thrown up challenges. But EK has has definitely kept us going. Yeah, well, we basically started EK during lockdown, so I'm sure we'll go into that. But yeah, that is a good result of COVID. <laughs> oh, excellent! And just you know, for the kind of practitioners and other uh, listeners studying, you know, like various courses in nutrition science, and if it's undergrad or postgrad or things like that, listening, it'd be great to hear maybe. A little bit about um you said you guys were doing research projects obviously in your msc were, were they different or were you working together like how does maybe we can unpick that for a couple of minutes to start with and then yeah it'd be great to go into obviously uh the instagram page and then how you're trying to translate some of that um often obviously technical information from the research standpoint and and bring it into 
somewhere where someone might literally just be flicking through on like a lunch break and trying to understand complex things so um yeah wh- whoever would like to start with that you know let me know a bit more about your what you chose to do in that in that year of study so the modules on the msc are all um compulsory uh, there's quite a few clinical nutrition ones um and then there's a couple public health ones um and then your thesis is more up to you but you still choose it within um what the researchers at the university are doing so i was uh was interested in cancer and nutrition and so i chose a supervisor that specialized in that um and ended up doing what was meant to be a clinical study ended up as a systematic review and meta-analysis because of covid um but still obviously an amazing um skill and bit of research to do um but it was about sarcopenia which is like muscle mass um loss in gynecology cancer patients um and whether you can sort of use those measurements as a predictor of their survival wow what about what about yourself katie um, yeah, so my thesis was looking at IBS, um, in particular, the effect of restricted diets on the efficacy of the low FODMAP diet. So um, if anyone that might not know, the low FODMAP diet is a treatment option for um, anyone diagnosed with IBS. Um, it's an acronym, and it basically is cutting out um various groups of food, um, but nobody has ever looked at whether anyone following a restrictive diet um, before going on to this FODMAP diet has any effect um, on the outcomes. Um, and actually, interestingly, um, the results I found was restrictive diets do not um, have an effect on the efficacy of the diet, which actually could um, produce quite interesting um further research and it could actually change the way that people with IBS um, are treated and monitored so yeah it's hopefully the little bit of research I did is hopefully going towards a bigger project that maybe one day will be published so it's quite exciting yeah excellent oh it's brilliant to hear how enthusiastic you guys are obviously it's been absolutely turned on its head in terms of studies and stuff and um, yeah if I look back at 23 I was definitely still a knuckle dragger and you two sound like you're (laughs) <laughs> you know like you're you know you're not you're not just obviously gone through the like you said the uh the compulsory modules and things like that things that are important but then often can be a bit dry if you're not if you're not really interested in it and you know you can you can look back and and obviously everything accessed online in books and digital you know those kind of things are there but you, you pick two areas that you know obviously people listening to this if it's a casual listen they do sound quite niche but i think in essence you you described it really well so, you know, touch points on muscle, muscle wastage and muscle loss there, Ema, and then Katie, you're talking about obviously how someone's coming into uh, a certain diet and a, and, and a certain way of, of uh, eating to obviously support something clinically. Um, and I think, yeah, especially on, on your side, Katie, that that's often not really thought about. People kind of see, OK, there's there's the diet or there's all these, um, you know, the, there's all these eating patterns that are out there in the news or that are very kind of like... Uh, interesting and, and under the microscope and then where's someone at before they start these so yeah. I think that's quite quite a, a good thing for people to listen to and think about you know what you're actually doing and and the the kind of like total um if you're looking at food it's such a complex thing isn't it and people don't see that as, as everything they just like to extract 
a nutrient or a food group or something um so yeah so and even the the sarcopenia i find that stuff fascinating we were obviously talking just before off the um the call about um certain health coaching and work we're doing and I, and I don't know about you, but I um like I, I'm starting with a, a new chap on Wednesday, and he's 75, so I I do find that side of things fascinating mm-hmm. around obviously good health as we age and how that's related to just looking after muscle mass. And I know that's the holy grail, and like we're not we're not here to kind of talk about muscle building and things like that. Or well, we you know we can, but um yeah, like how just quickly how like what led you to that? Was it something where there were there were a, a long list of things and that resonated with you or is it something you are you're 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 very interested in why did you choose the going down that kind of route with sarcopenia um (laughs) i to be completely honest it wasn't actually the route i had planned to go down um but it was so like i i basically wanted to look at um nutritional assessments as a predictor Mm. um I, I didn't know much about sarcopenia before doing this, but then because of um, the circumstances and the research that needed done doing, um, sarcopenia was, and looking at muscle mass and quality um, was the route that was kind of more needed in the in the research. So that's the kind of why I went down that route. But obviously it was really interesting once I went into it and like the effect of protein supplementation on sarcopenia is is an interesting side as well cool yeah if i look if i look back and reflect on mine like i had a um i, I like my exercise metabolism and my sports nutrition modules at, at undergrad and i went on and did sports nutrition but like i said in the knuckle dragging phase i didn't get the grades to, to be able to choose so i ended up doing some random uh not not a thesis at master's level but an undergraduate i did like a something on uh, to try to mimic uh, higher levels of, of carbon dioxide in someone who who ended up cave diving or spelunking or whatever it's called so I had someone on a bike you know breathing in extra co2 and seeing how long they could cope and it was again it was something that I just had to not had to choose but it seemed like the best out of a, a worse bunch at a time um, but yeah it's cool to hear that like you said you found that area of research interesting and it's something that you know you've picked up and you ran with and especially the protein supplementation side of things it's a real it's a real buzzword think, for people i think um all of these things are so important just in getting skills in research rather than yeah it might not be the topic that you're fascinated by even though like i love so many aspects of nutrition but i think it all is part of like your journey and builds all your skills so exactly yeah, yeah exactly and it's those things are under the microscope obviously when you are studying and then finishing and then i find now um, I, I end up I subscribe to a few of these uh, nutrition science research pages that send me these um, PDFs on okay let's break down a meta-analysis let's look at some some of the research and 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 I kind of now tend to read other people's work and then they they do that for me and it saves me time so it's one of those things where you know you learn the skill but actually now um, I end up just having to condense it and just try to speed read a lot of this stuff, but then you, you forget how much goes into it at the level of putting well, it together. I have no idea. I know. The amount that goes into a systematic review meta-analysis is actually mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's important to bring these things up because, you know, people see things a lot of black and white and, and the research and those kind of things. It's um, The good thing is that when you can have these longer-form conversations and tease these things out on a podcast, people can realize that it's you know it's 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 not just a simple thing um but i think yeah that maybe leads me on to 
Yeah, just asking you both, obviously, you, you've gone through that formal training and like you said, part of it was um, quite scripted and things. So, um, and, and you both obviously working now, busy, um, and uh, you've got your own interests and, and um, you've obviously got this Instagram page. So how do you guys obviously choose to, um, you know, delve into certain areas of content or do you... Do you pick something that's quite topical or something you've come across in your work day and you think actually people need to know about this? Um, it's quite a loaded question, obviously, but how, how have you developed the page? You know, it's how I found out about you. I'm, I'm engaged in the content. You know, if we can kind of like lift the lid on it a bit, how do you, how do you guys kind of run and manage the page? It'd be cool to hear a bit about that. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, I think initially we were really passionate about sharing information and evidence um, that we were learning about in our course that we didn't find was so readily accessible to everyone um, and you know I'm sure many listeners will agree there's so much pseudoscience and to be honest a lot of rubbish out there um, and I guess to the untrained eye it's really hard to um, decipher between what's true and what isn't and what you should be believing in and what you shouldn't and so I think that was probably one of our main motivations was to be able to create a platform um, that you can trust it's evidence-based but it's also consumer friendly Um, as Ema said um, you know trawling through research papers is not only quite boring but also (laughs) hard you know you have to develop the skills to read these things and to condense it Um, so I guess that was our original um, sort of motive. Um, we both really enjoy nutritional writing. Ema is an intern for a dietitian and I'm an intern for a nutritionist. So we both really enjoy nutritional writing, which is another reason we decided to start this account. Um, but yeah, we, we sort of, we like to cover a range of topics. Um, Ema, I don't know whether you want to go into how we decide what we're going to write on. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, to start with, it was a bit experimental because we didn't, so we started in like April this year and we kind of um, started off just trying to dive into things that firstly we find interesting and secondly were like quite important main things that we think people should know or understand, um, but balancing between those kind of like fundamental nutrition topics and then the like more fun new research. Um, and then it's kind of developed as to we kind of have a bit of a system of like how many of the different types of things that we post so that over like a month it's kind of equal um and i don't know we have like meetings every other week to go through like what we're planning to do we split up the work quite evenly um should i dive into like how i would actually go about write like writing a post Excellent. Yeah, that's really interesting, the detail that you guys go into. But I think that the couple of things I pick up on is obviously making it user friendly and, and keeping it quite fun. You know, that's brilliant. And it comes through, you know, like you said, the design side of things. Um, and that's why I quite like following your content, too, because it, it looks good. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as you can probably tell, um, it you know, it reads really well, too. And as you, for someone like me, I, I started a pod as a practitioner because I thought if people are going to look me up, um, you know, I'll just go on and on and on and chat and, and I find like that's how I can get things across and, and the writing is, um, yeah, I'm happy to admit it's not something I'm particularly good at or that fond of. 
So if I can kind of patchwork things together and find fantastic accounts like yourselves and and refer, um, you know, friends, colleagues, clients and things to them, um, it's brilliant. So, uh, yeah, the good thing is because because it's my show and we can go into as much detail as we want. Yeah, if you guys are <laughs> happy to pick apart a few, you know, obviously it's a huge page. There's a lot of content and um, you've probably been chatting about a lot of these things all day anyway. But, um, yeah, it'd be cool to maybe if you picked, if you both picked one um, that, that you've kind of obviously put some work into and then maybe we can hear a bit about how it's done. I think that'd be that'd be quite valuable, be, be quite an interesting thing to hear. And then obviously people can check out the page I'll, I'll link it in the show notes um and and then it's you know it's easy for people to grab after they listen yeah should i i'm just trying to find one that's specific excellent yeah so i think it was um i've seen I, I, I saw one on ibs i saw you guys put up a decent what was it like a veg base was there a recipe in there as well was there like a lentil and um was it a tofu or a tempeh thing you've got you had a few foodie picks up as well brilliant yeah yeah so we one of the things we do try and incorporate our um recipes onto our pages as well um we both absolutely love cooking we're huge foodies i think you know lockdown has really messed us up here out i think probably our biggest hobby is probably going out and trying new restaurants or you know food and stuff so um, it's a bit sad not to be doing that anymore but um yeah. yeah one of the things we love doing is sharing recipes um sometimes it's a recipe we've tried ourselves and we'd love to um share that with other people um or sometimes mostly i would say we create recipes ourselves um and we share them um i think it's also probably quite important to say um it's also great being a team um, we definitely play to each other's strengths um yeah, I would say, you know, Ema definitely has a really great knack for writing. Um, and a lot of the time I will be like, okay, Ema, you really need to help me here. <laughs> What's this word, you know? Because um, I'd say the, my strength is the infographics. Um, I'm a bit of a computer geek with that. So I, I love sort of sitting there for a while and doing that kind of thing. So it's, it's you know, really helpful to have, you know, a sidekick on your side um, to be helping. But um yeah, Ema, I don't know whether you want to go into a specific post or anything. Well, I think um, I'll just kind of summarise, like, um, when we choose a topic, it might it's something that, like, we're interested in. Mm. I'll kind of, like, go about writing it by having a bit of a read-around of, like, probably our uni notes and, like, what what I already know and coming up with a general, like, structure for what, it, for what I want to cover. Um, and then taking a deeper dive into like literature available and figuring out like what not argument we want but like how to be as equal mm. on both sides of the argument um and not bias um and then kind of start writing and personally i'm a i write too much and then i cut it down that's just how i work <laughs> um but that's why the infographics are really good because they don't they're not always like super detailed or show like loads but they just kind of catch people's eye and point out the main the main points of the post sometimes they are literally just a picture with some words but sometimes they'll be like actual diagrams um and we currently find like they're both working kind of well either way so i think we'll just keep playing by ear as to like what what sort of visuals people enjoy excellent yeah and i think it's good it, it, all that back end work as well like you said even though you you might not necessarily put it all on there 
because the caption can become very long or like you said it might not be relevant to people following it they might not need to go into that kind of depth for, for, for your peace of mind and just the way you do the quality of work it's yeah it seems like quite a rewarding process as well and like you said it's that how can how can we pull out our toolbox as as practitioners and then um you know some tools just because they're there that it doesn't mean we have to use them and and that's the thing like on the same you have this like toolkit where you think bam 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 and then you then you then you finish and you're like actually I'm only going to dispense this or this and then you can put it into you know nice real visual format or uh you know under some of your headings you could you could just have okay um take home messages or uh, key points or things like that and then people can rattle through it and it's uh yeah I think I think that's you know striking a balance between easy to digest but giving enough information to show that you're not you're not at the end of a camp or you're not at the other end of a different camp you're actually like look we're, tr- we're trying to eliminate bias it's hard we're interested in this it's, there's new information there's old information you know I'm, I might be leaning here but actually I'm trying to just give you all the options and not telling you what to do because um, obviously I don't know how you both find it but and, and I try not to do it but we, you sink into it on Instagram and things like that too and you just see people obviously throwing their opinions out there and being like this is the one um, I try not yeah, to do it too much really but... not to not to give our kind of opinions on things and try and keep it quite like to the science and, mm. and the evidence but yeah. it can be hard when you do have an opinion <laughs> to not share it too much yeah and I think so we we don't shy away if if the evidence is inconclusive we will always say that we won't try and come to a conclusion for the sake of a post um, mm. and i think also if if it's a topic that Ema and i aren't that comfortable on we you know we do as much research as we can but we'll always own up to the fact you know um you know we don't have that many expertise in this area but this is what we found um and i think you know being honest is is always good as well i mean no practitioner or any scientists can't know everything. And I think, you know, maybe some of these accounts claim to, which is why a lot of people struggle sifting through the information. Um, so yeah, I think, I think we try and be quite honest with it as well. Yeah, brilliant. And I think, yeah, if you haven't already gone onto it, if you're listening, lovely people, you can get access to that obviously easily on the show notes or um, it's e.k.nutrition, isn't it, on Instagram, yeah. um, which is brilliant. So um yeah, I think the the other quick one was maybe do you you know obviously I reached out to you and messaged you guys on there. Do you get people contacting you saying like oh I found this interesting or I don't agree or oh I'd love to hear posts on this. You know, how do you manage the kind of the interaction because obviously you put this stuff out there, you're both busy um and you, you know, you don't want to just chuck a fleeting response to you because I can tell you're both very detailed, you're very um you know, you you what's the word? um how you're bringing the content over you just you know you're direct and you want to make things clear so obviously with uh smartphones and social media and stuff it's easy just to ping back a reply but i bet that's kind of not how you want to roll really is it so um yeah how do you guys kind of manage the interactions do you stay open for a few comments or are you a kind of uh like post and ghost you know just leave it up there and let people do the thing and try not to look at it how do you kind of do all that <laughs> i think we um we try and be quite active on it because I think you. Uh, the reason we do it obviously is because we're really passionate about um, giving people accessibility to nutritional information, but also creating connections with other nutritionists and other 
practitioners and health professionals is a whole part of that Instagram world. Like I literally met the woman who I interned for through Instagram. So mm. I think it's important to give as well as take, <laughs> that makes sense. But when people message us, I mean, we're not like inundated with messages, but um, yeah. uh, <laughs> when like when people ask specific topics, um, we always say that we'll do a post on it and like do the research and then post about it. And that usually goes down well because they feel quite like special that they've asked for something and you've given it back to them, but in as much of a detailed way as you can. Mm. Yeah, I think we also try and um, ask for feedback as well. Like what we ask followers um, what content they'd like to see. Um, and the way in which they want to see it so you know as Eva said we're really passionate about this and we really want to share our knowledge and the research and evidence out there um but we also want to make sure that it's being um produced and shared in a way that people want to see it um so you know we'll we'll often i think Ema um put a story up of a recipe she made um and you know literally ask does anyone want to see this or I don't even know if you even asked the question you had quite a few people saying oh my goodness please put the recipe up and it's I mean it's really lovely to get that feedback um I mean the recipe does look delicious so why <laughs> wouldn't you want to why wouldn't you want it but um yeah. yeah no I think it is a it is a fine balance um equally I guess we do we are active on it um but we're also aware that you know Instagram like other social media can be quite consuming um so I guess you know, we've both been wrapped up in it, you know, and getting the balance is hard, but I think we're also realistic and we know that, you know, we have to have our downtimes as well, both working and doing all sorts. So, so yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it sounds like you've got obviously a good head on your shoulders and I think the busy you are with day jobs and things like that, if, if I'm allowed to call it, you know, call it that is, um, you know, you are quite specific with your time on the platform and then hopefully um, you attract people that are interested and like-minded um and you know there's certain corners of the internet that are a bit rogue and then the other corners that you end up creating for yourselves you, you meet some really cool people and um you can have some interesting discussions and stuff so um yeah you know i'm a huge i'm there's a lot of obviously negativity about that platform and other platforms specifically but you know it leads me to people like you um and i've met you know the majority of my guests you know recording close to 150 conversations have come from instagram um i met i met my fiance on instagram so that was uh you know quite an interesting one a <laughs> uh, bit bit yeah we don't have to go into we don't have to go into that um through through that following her food account sorry yeah go on go on yeah we've got uh just is it just me that's frozen you still there Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. You back? I'm back. Um, I, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> cool. I was just going to say that I do think um, Instagram gets a bad name and does have its its bad aspects, but I think it's a great platform for education when um, so many young people are on it. If we can try and filter there to be more education and positive messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're only one account, but it makes a difference. <laughs> sure. I think especially at the current time, you know, as we're recording this, we're just about to head into um, another lockdown um, mm. in a partial one right now. And I think, you know, these are these platforms are accessible to most people. So if we can utilise that in a positive way, as Ema said, hopefully we can make a difference. 
Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, right, lovely people, we'll, we'll be back in just a sec. Right, lovely people, we're back after some technical issues. Uh, Zoom link 2.0 is live, so here we go. Okay, been, they've been very patient with me. Anyway, um, look, guys, we've had, obviously, some excellent insights into how you started the page um, even before that, how you got into nutrition science and your interests and um, some of your workings and things. So uh, what are you? let's try and put a bit of a positive spin on things, obviously, with everything so uncertain and stuff at the moment and how you're building traction with the page. And, um, you know, hopefully people listen to this and engage in everything you're doing and find more nutrition knowledge bombs and recipes and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, what have you got? in the future with uh with with the instagram page and with some of the work and things you're both doing together or um you know we can get on to maybe separately too but yeah what, what kind of things are you hopefully looking to shine a light on that we can follow over over the next few months and leading into next year well um i think over the next year like we're definitely really excited to try and keep growing the page um doing little things like we recently did a giveaway which just was like a nice um thing to just try and gain a bit more traction um but topic wise um we've got some interesting stuff to do with veganuary coming Mm. um what else are we doing katie um so i've got some interesting christmas recipes coming will be coming very soon um i've also been working on um some vegan baking recipes as well. Um, I'm also quite keen to um, go into depth a bit more on specific topics. For example, um, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of one I've just recently written, um, omega-6 versus omega-3. So that's a topic that often is quite confusing. I mean, until, Mm. to be honest, until I uh you know did my own research there were elements that i still understand so you know it's, it's a great way for um both ema and i to learn as we go um yeah and i think as ema said just we we want this uh instagram page to be um a platform that you know opens discussions um shed some light on two topics that might not be readily discussed um so yeah i think you know bigger and better things are to come for EK um we're really excited and yeah hopefully hopefully all our followers um will stay with us for the journey <laughs> oh yeah definitely I'm sure they will you probably yeah like you said it's it's it is harder with obviously I'm no expert when it comes to how Instagram works and all the algorithms around where people find content and following and all that kind of stuff and I know obviously you need to put money into the platform to an extent to grow but you know hopefully when when people um yes see or share some of the stuff you're doing and it it grows organically if we can use that term i think that's you know that's brilliant and um going yeah going to one of your points around vegan you're in and and obviously the kind of more of the plant-based stuff's um focused on in the new year um a lot it's interesting as a practitioner to to ride that wave with some people because obviously fruits vegetables beans you know pulses uh soy products all those kind of things it's all it's all good stuff. So I don't mind, you know, some of these trends coming along and then people are asking more questions um, and then people are interested in change because it's new year. So, um, I, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it. And now I'm working a bit more in be interested to see how you guys what you guys say, too. But I'm working a bit more in um, just coming out of sport and, and the everyday individual trying to get healthier. I still work with 
a kind of cohort that I call the nine to five athlete, someone who, you know, w- works for a living and then trains pretty much like a full-time athlete on the side. But a lot of people that are just generally looking to get healthier, it is an interesting time of the year, isn't it? And and you can have a, a chat with people about, um, you know, soy, soy products, for example. I'm, I remember doing that earlier today and, and people are thinking about some of these things a bit more than usual because potentially of the, you know, the, t- the turning of the year and things like that I, d- I don't know so you know it's obviously kind of diving a bit down a bit of a rabbit hole before we, before we get to January but how how do you guys you know find that side of things um and and the kind of you know the veganuary movement and things do you think it's all quite useful or do you think I don't know do you think it's there's there's negative sides to it how, how do you feel I think there's a lot of pressure and as everyone knows in January to try something new or try diet and I don't think I don't think that's a good a good movement to be promoting um but I think if there if there's any time in the year that you are going to try and do a um vegan diet or or eat a more plant-based diet if if there's a positive movement like veganuary and it is just promoting a like positive thing for the environment then I don't think that's a bad thing mm. um and I think our, our view on it in sort of what we're planning to do is trying to make it a bit more accessible. So instead of us being like, oh, we really promote Veganuary or we don't promote it, we're more saying, if you are going to do it, here's some practical tips on, on making sure that you hit all your nutrients so that you're doing it correctly because that's what we're here for. We're not here for to give our opinion on it. We're here to make sure if you're going to do it, that you do it in a healthy way. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as Ina said, um, you know, it is, it's pretty much, it's, it's, it's a campaign, so, um, and the idea of a campaign is to um, advertise this to a large number of people, and that's great, I think, you know, um, the idea behind it um, is great, you know, there's research to show that eating more plant-based can be healthier, it's also, you know, we know for a fact that um, our animal consumption um, and the way in which we um you know, get animal products delivered to us is not great for um, for the environment. So, you know, as a whole, that's great. But as Ema said, um, it, it won't be right for everyone. Um, and, you know, we really, we try hard on our Instagram platform um, not to share our opinion, but also, um, what's the word, um, you know, put forward our own dietary choices um because everyone everyone is different everyone's in a unique situation um and as Ema said the post is going to be some some tips and advice um to help you with that journey if you if you wish to take part in it um and actually you know for writing that post um it's going to be a joint post which um, we don't do very often, but we decided that, you know, to to end the year for EK, it'd be really nice to do a joint post together. Um, and actually, the, the January website um, is really, really useful. They do have some great tips. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's also remembering that um, becoming vegan in the long term or trying it out for a month, um, it's not all about restriction. Um, you know, obviously, there are um, things that you do naturally restrict from your diet, but it's also important to um, focus on things you need to include or things that you can include because you're being a bit more experimental with food. So I guess, you know, we're trying to look at the positives, um, but being realistic that it definitely isn't for everyone. That's really clear. I think that's, um, 
Yeah, it's brilliant. And to touch on that part about, uh, you know, it is hard trying to put across information like you're doing, uh, distill things down, try not to show bias. Um, so, yeah, it's brilliant to hear how much you, you put into that. And you're open to obviously jokers like me kind of coming on and asking you questions and, you know, other people. I'm not calling the rest of your followers jokers, but you know other other people just demanding things and then you guys turning it around and being like sure here you go here's our two pence on uh, on this stuff and it, it is brilliant because you know if I'm honest I, I I have I've shied away I don't know if that's the right thing to say but my my page is on there as a kind of it's it's what I'm doing outside of work um and and it's uh you know messing around the kitchen um a bit of outdoors stuff dogs things like that so it's kind of a bit of my escape um, and, uh, you know, I have thought, shall I utilise that platform to, um, you know, put more information out there? But then I've just found that, you know, because I don't know if that's maybe me being a bit defeatist, but with the writing, you know, not being as confident or as thinking that I'm maybe um, as good and I can get the information over. I've always just left the pages putting it up as a bit of me, really. So, you know, I've got huge respect for you guys doing that obviously outside of work and I know it is still work in a, in a sense and you're trying to produce a service that you're trying to grow um, but I don't always think people realise how much goes into it because there's a plethora of information out there um, so no it's good it's good to have like an extended conversation about the nuts and bolts behind it and um, just as I finish for the that point that, that you brought up about veganuary and things like you said you're not you're not telling anyone to start any kind of diet for the wrong reasons but um yeah i'm always thinking about in- environment uh, motivation and capabilities you know when i'm when i'm working with people one-to-one and if their motivation is obviously to change their health to eat eat more nutrients dense foods plant foods um you know if if they're if they want to kind of improve their capabilities in the kitchen trying to t- trying to make plant-based foods um delicious and and get other people in their family to eat more of them you know that's that's fantastic and obviously changing what they've got in their house environment things like that so I, I pin it on like those three buckets um, and if they want to go through that in January something like you said you, you're there as a facilitator and you're there to push over information and then obviously that person can then decide or that you know that group of people can then decide and go from there so um, yeah that's absolutely brilliant I was just trying to think um, yeah before before we before we round things off um, yeah maybe a quick one we've obviously talked about how I've got in touch and I like to follow your page and you've gone into a bit about it. And, um, is, is there anyone that you guys, when you're having a bit of a cheeky scroll, you quite like to land on, um, that you're interested in, you can, you can obviously signpost people to maybe now, like obviously I'll put all of your information up there, but is there, is there anyone else or any other company or any kind of, I don't know, food product or share for someone you're quite interested in that you'd like to, you know, give a give a, a shout out to or something you think listeners should engage with? Um, well, I guess it's probably worth mentioning um, who we intern for, because I guess, you know, we both love their accounts. So um, I um, intern with Rhiannon Lambert. So she um, is the founder of Retrition Clinic. Um, I'm sure many of the listeners have heard of her, um, but her account is amazing. Um, also evidence-based, a supportive community. Um, so I would definitely um, uh, recommend followers um, or users to um, take a look at that. Um, and I guess, Eva, do you want to explain yeah. that? Also with um, 
read Trish and it's very accessible her account and she also has a very um accessible podcast for um which covers so many so many nutrition topics and then i work with caitlin who is the mission dietitian on instagram and she also actually works in the nutrition clinic she's a gut health specialist her accounts really useful for anyone interested in gut health um it kind of specializes in that um and then other people to follow i mean i work for second nature and they're a great account to follow um or debunking myths all the time um and great recipes um yeah i would say so i guess um we both enjoy um following the food medic, um, Dr. Hazel Wallace. She is a, um, a GP, um, but she, um, so the food medic, her line of work, she tries to um, promote the fact that food can be medicine. Um, and we love that, you know, um, especially because um, I think I'm right in saying she trained as a GP and then she's gone on to do um, a master's in nutrition. And I think for her, um, acknowledging the fact that um, GPs don't actually always get the nutrition training um, that they'd almost like, especially with food and nutrition becoming more of a hot topic. Mm. Um, we both really admire the fact that she's gone and furthered her training to help her clients and to help her work. Um, and yeah, she's a she's a really great um, account to follow. Um, yeah, and even you know even accounts that aren't necessarily nutrition related. Um, Ema particularly, um, we both really enjoy yoga. So um, Sarah Malcolm um, is probably our go-to. Um, she has a great Instagram account. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, that's probably a point to touch on. Um, we are nutritionists, that is our passion. Um, but health, wellness is holistic. You know, there's not one thing you should focus on. So mm. for us, finding time to relax and do some yoga, um, or other, you know, other fitness accounts, other um, wellness accounts, all that kind of thing are really great for, um, you know, embracing all of well-being and health. Um, and yeah, as I said, we are nutritionists, but food isn't the only go-to in our lives. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we've got, you know, big lifetime amount of content there. I think all of those Instagrams are, you know, clearly very popular. And like you said, you've got... Um, teams and 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 really interesting practitioners that are contributing content to each to each of those accounts i'm not too sure if hazel has you know a team like um mission dietitian and Rian nutrition do but um yeah that's brilliant and the yoga one i'll check that out i'm always up for um i, I like meeting people and then just giving their you know their type of chosen fears a go so like i'm, I'm kind of keen for that i quite like uh just trying trying to be as dynamic as i can so you know if if someone's into their strength training or whatever you know I'll give that a go I took on some trail running and yeah the the yoga sounds decent so if there's some challenges on there I'll I'll, I'll give it a go and I'll have to get, like, let you let you ladies know because it's good it keeps me accountable um so so yeah especially with the lockdown and things I've you know skipping rope kettlebells all those kind of things just been trying to give it a go in 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 a bit of outdoor space so no it's all good crack um oh, that is excellent this is exactly what i wanted to get out of the conversation with you two today because i don't know i just had a feeling from the page i just had a, i wasn't aware of obviously um and it doesn't matter you know age doesn't matter but um i was you know i wasn't aware um how uh you know how old you 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 both were but i think you just you seem like very 
experienced practitioners already so it's uh, it's a it's a real pleasure to have to have conversations with you because i think if uh, if i look back to my 23 year old self it would i'd have had to have a stern look at myself and i think now even, <laughs> even being 30 and having done quite a lot after speaking to you both it just gives me that kind of kick again to think right what can i get done tomorrow because these two are just like dominating um but i think it's because you know you you work you know you work hard you're passionate you're surrounded by the you know experienced people and um you seem like you're just interested in giving you know t- taking things on and having a chat with 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 me and you know we didn't really obviously we didn't know each other until last week until we started having a mess you know having a few messages around so it's good um so uh yeah excellent is so i'll put your um your instagram handle in the show notes you've obviously given us some some fantastic uh, other resources and practitioners and people that you love um i think the 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 second nature information on the fad diet and and obviously the not the 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 stuff and and avoiding the um you know like you said that that classic like grabbing a diet for for some silly reason is in i think it's in your bio isn't it that link in yeah yeah because i clicked on it we've um, got a sort of january campaign going on yes um you can basically sign up to not go on a fad diet and <laughs> to add in a healthy habit into your lifestyle instead which is much more sustainable cool excellent great so is it is there anything else you'd like to signpost the listeners to or are we absolutely golden on that front so I think you know big thank you from us too for having us on um and yeah go go follow EK and hopefully um you enjoy our page um and yeah hopefully see you in the new year for more more posts more excitement than yeah exciting things to come I reckon oh look it's been, it's been brilliant having you on and um I know two, two of the people you mentioned um re-nutrition and the food medic both have podcasts so I don't know why you two haven't been on there yet you need to get <laughs> You need, you need to, you know, forget all these, uh, like, uh, you know, quote unquote famous people and influencers, you know, get, get you two on there. But anyway, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, we're deep, we're deep now and I'm just absolutely rambling. So lovely people, look, if you're, if you're still, if you're still there, definitely engage in the content. Everything that we've spoken about today is in the show notes. Um, as you've heard, um, we're all very kind of approachable and um, we're here to answer questions and things like that. So give us some feedback and um, yeah, reach out and, and let us know how you found it. And um, if you have any questions in relation to some of the specific topics, vegan, new IBS, all the lovely recipes and things like that, then, then, then contact EK. And then if, uh, yeah, if you just want to hell some abuse at me, then, then get me on the, on, on the podcast or things like that too. So um <laughs> Yeah, but look, on a serious note, um, I'm coming up to three years, 150 listens. Um, you know, it's a small show. Um, sorry, 150 episodes. It's a small show. I'm kind of, you know, pu- pushing towards that, that you know, 40, 50,000 uh, listens. So um, I'm loving it. And thank you so much for for listening. Um, ladies, thank you for joining me today. Um, it's, it's been brilliant. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll speak to you all soon. Thanks very much. Right, lovely people. This show is supported by 33 Fuel, who produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products. Use Matt 10 at checkout for 10% off your first order. And oh, I use their Chia Seed Energy Gels. I try and run an ultra marathon once a year. I do three, four months of training. I'll use their energy gels during that. And then I'll also use their energy gels during the event. So... I put water in there, mix them up. I know people have put fruit juice, have put coffee in there. 
um, and it's basically chia seeds some coconut sugar it's absolutely fantastic really really good stuff i love the texture and i use their uh, greens powder every morning so i'll either put a tablespoon in water and neck it or i'll put it in a smoothie with um, protein powder banana berries ice things like that so um yeah if you're if you're keen on exploring natural sports nutrition based products for, for fueling and recovery purposes then definitely take a look and i hope you find something useful so the show's also supported by attack the day attack day was founded three years ago by two best mates sam and rory who met through rowing uh, they then went on to compete in Ironmans against each other and now ATD seek to inspire others through a shared passion for mountaineering, outdoor adventures and all things fitness. ATD combines fitness adventures in the outdoors in order to bring together a community of like-minded athletes and weekend warriors who love getting outdoors for epic adventures and inspiring others to live more active and healthy lives. Boom, they're doing a lot of the stuff, eh? Oh, go on, lads. So check them out on social at attackthedaY underscore or on their website, attacktheday.co.uk for some brilliant, great outdoor fitness, adventure and lifestyle clothing. So... As listening to the show, you can get 20% off your first order with Matt20. Brilliant. As always, lovely people, if you like the show, please share it with someone. Ultimately, it's the only way the show will grow. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or SoundCloud. And if you really want to do me a solid, then please leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. It just helps other people find the show access it so that'd be brilliant thanks again and uh, i just thought i'd put the ads the ads terrible the companies that work with me that help me bring this show to you at the end so maybe that's a better listening experience we'll see how it goes i might move them back to the front but anyway speak to you soon